Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan and co-host Ed Ray are joined by world record holder in powerlifting and highly successful entrepreneur, AJ Roberts. AJ has helped lots of different clients and businesses massively scale and grow, including Andy Jenkins and Frank Kern, who he helped build Genesis Digital. Kartra, Webinar Jam, and EverWebinar. And in the past two years, he's taken that company from $10 million to $30 million and hit the Inc. 5000 list. So stay tuned and listen until the very end because he'll be sharing the top five business-crushing mistakes you need to avoid if you want to grow and take your business and income to the next level. I hope you enjoy. You know, what are mistakes that you see people making now, entrepreneurs, as they try to scale businesses? Because, you know, you give that awesome talk at the free mastermind I did in San Diego a few months back, back before, you know, uh, COVID shut everything down again. And um, you, I, I loved it. It was, it was one of the most inspiring talks and made me think differently. And um, so it was awesome. But I'm just curious, what do you, you know, as someone who, who's helped a lot of different businesses to scale and grow and who's now doing it, you know, if your current business going from 10 to 30 million um, and hopefully on the way to 100 million, you know, what are, yeah, again, what are the mistakes that you you see people make and, and what kind of traps should people avoid? So there's a lot. But what I would say is that everybody thinks the grass is greener on the other side. Right. So and we actually see this in the in the copy accelerator mastermind. Right. And is that a freelancer sees a product, an offer owner and says, oh, wow, they're making all this money. Right. I want to jump over there. And then the offer owner sees the consultant and says, hey, wait a minute. Like that seems the reality is, is business is business and it's really hard and complex. And so being able to simplify it is the process. Right. Um, and it is a lot of the case figuring out not what to add, but what to remove in, in business. But it's sticking with it. That's really the key. And uh, there, actually, there was an article that came up from Saster this morning. And it was saying about dev, de- developers that jump from startup to startup and how they never really actually make any money hmm. um, versus if they just stayed with one company. And so they think their resume looks good because they were at WhatsApp, they, you know, they were at WhatsApp and they moved to Facebook and now they're over here and they're doing this. But the reality is, is that they never really get any true equity in the company. They never actually really are able to build any, you know, long term value. And they're just going from thing to thing. So. You know, for me, that's probably the biggest mistake I think an entrepreneur or you know freelance or someone like that is that, like, there is someone doing your exact business model and making all the money you could ever dream of making, right? Um, and you know, when something else comes along, that's really a distraction. 
And you have to think about it as basically going back to ground zero. So you're, you're going through a system right now. You've gone to kindergarten. You went, went to middle school. You're in high school. You're going to college. You're you know, going to end up with a doctorate degree. But then you say, you know what? I'm going to go back to kindergarten and start all over again. And I, I, I've made that my mistake myself personally. Um, and I think that that is, is, the, is a true when you look at companies or individuals that are very successful, they've usually been doing what they've been doing a long time and the success all of a sudden appeared overnight. But you look back and it's like, you know, nobody sees those 10, 20 years that they had put in to get to that point. So for me, I think that's the biggest thing I see is people just think the grass is greener on the other side and there must be an easier way because this is really hard. And life is hard. Relationships are hard. Health is hard. You know, faith and and family is hard. So, um, you know, the, the quicker people realize that it ain't probably going to get much easier. And that business is basically having a problem and finding a solution. Um, it makes it easier because you don't get that emotional charge to it. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the, the, the best analogies I saw is like when your gas tank gets, you know, low, you don't like freak out. You just go to the gas, you just go to the, you know, the, the gas station and fill it up. And, you know, with, with everything else, we seem to freak out when there's no need to. And I think that really, that's a, something that people can learn from and, and, and implement is, hey, it's supposed to be hard. Okay. You know, and Ryan Holiday has that book, The Obstacle is the Way. You don't need to read the book. The title is literally the book. But, you know, you if you don't have obstacles, that may be a problem. <laughs> if, you're, if everything just seems too easy, um, you know, that's, at some point you're going to hit a brick wall. There's going to be the storm that comes. Um, I don't know anybody, even my friends who are super spiritual, um, that, you know, truly are able to turn everything over, they still have roadblocks. It's just the way they handle those roadblocks. Yeah, I love that. I think that's just priceless advice and, and insight. Um, I love the gas tank analogy as well. And um, I know, you know, it's, it's funny to, to, when I um, had that stuff of that CoffeeZilla guy like a few months back and, and that video that kind of like made me look really bad, which was, you know, it was frustrating, but it was, what was funny is I even told a couple of friends at the time, I was like, in a way, this is like, I haven't had like a really big challenge in like a while. And here I'm trying to grow a personal brand and somebody with like a decent following and viewership does this video that kind of like makes me look bad. And of course, uh, you know, I think he had valid points about the direct response industry, but obviously the video was kind of cherry picked and whatever, um, you know, so, but the point is I actually, even there, like my mindset shifted really fast to, to being like, oh, this is kind of interesting. It's an interesting, like a challenge or something for me to tackle. And how do I respond to this? How do I handle it? And I was like, thinking about actually, like my health supplement businesses, I grew and scale and other things and how those challenges are kind of what they're almost exciting, right? The whole thing with, with that's like the entire nature of business. I've said this before is it's like an ever it's, it's a constant stream of, of challenges that become increasingly complex as you level up and you're like basically a professional, you know, puzzle solver and problem solver. And that's literally what business is. So if every time there's a problem, you freak out and call it a crisis and act and get paralyzed, you know, you, you have to shift your mindset or you shouldn't be in business because literally that's what, if it was again, super cliche, but if it was easy, everybody would do it. Right. And the, the whole point is that the best business people, the most successful entrepreneurs and freelancers really are professional problem solvers who are really good at solving problems in unique and innovative ways. Um, and so and that's the thing, if you don't have problems, it's difficult to grow that, 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 that stress, stress isn't a bad thing. Stress allows growth, you know, and, and that's really that, that's really what people need to understand is that the more problems you have, the more opportunities you have to grow. 
You know, the, the problem is if you try to focus on fixing everything right away and not understanding that it is a process. And, you know, you, you look at someone who let's, let's say wants to lose a hundred pounds. And after I did the powerlifting, I lost a hundred pounds, stepped on the bodybuilding stage. Um, but you don't lose a hundred pounds in 30 days, you know, unless you're Steve Goggins, right. And, and like, he has an insane story, but the, the majority of people, you know, if they could lose, you know, half a pound a week and they do that consistently over time, they hit their goals. But, you know, society conditions us and, and as marketers, we play, play to that when, when we're putting offers together, but people want that quick fix, but that quick fix is never a long-term solution. And you have to have that long-term mentality with business. And I think one thing, you know, for everyone listening, I think is, is if I was going to do what I'm doing right now for the next 60 years, because let's face it, none of us are really going to retire, right? <laughs> that We don't believe in that. Um, but like, if I was going to do this for the next 50 to 60 years, where could it be in that time? If I gave myself 50 years to get to the numbers I want to get to, what would, what would that look like? And then you just say, okay, just got to take the next step and the next step and the next step. And, and that's really, I, I find too many people set that vision, but then they keep revisiting that vision. When, when I first started powerlifting and I was lucky enough to train with another world record holder, he said, what do you want to do? At the time, my best squat was 550 pounds. He had the world record at 1140 pounds. That's a big gap. And I told him, I want to be a world record holder. And he told me what to do. And for the next 10 years, I did that. And I, and I was able to, I ended up squatting 1,205 pounds uh, and being a world record holder, but it was a 10 year journey, but I never changed that goal. I didn't suddenly say, oh, okay, now I want to go and do strong man. And now I'm going to go do body. I had one goal, one focus during that time. And with business, I think too many people, they, they set the target and yes, things will change. The wind will blow and you may have, you may end up in a completely different business. Look at Richard Branson with the Virgin brand right? The Virgin brand is a set of principles, core values, and, and, and he has his vision for that. Um, but the, the actual pieces of it continue to change. And I think that that's really what people need to understand is, is that if you know where you want to be and you commit fully to that, just be okay with the timeline being different and don't compare yourself to someone else with a shorter timeline. In school, you have your A-plus students who do nothing. They're just geniuses. And then you have your A-plus students who work their asses off, hire tutors, put in all the extra work, but it's 10 times harder for them. I don't know where you are on that, that, that you know, scale, but let's be honest. There's people who do that who only get Cs, but it's the willingness to do that and to do everything that it takes and accept that some people are going to have it easier. That's just life, but I'm not, not going to quit. I'm going to stick to it. And I, I think that entrepreneurs, it's really it's a stick to itness, Like you said, when the shit hits the fan, you're just calm in the chaos. Yeah. You know, it's funny too. I, I can't remember where I read this, but it was in one of the books I was reading, but how um, like child prodigies, if you actually look at it and when they become adults, they actually have a very like low, low levels of, of like success and happiness. Generally, like it doesn't equate even the kids who are like, you know, they're doing calculus when they're five and all this stuff. Um, by the time they become adults, a lot of them live pretty dysfunctional lives and don't have much success monetarily. They're not happy. The relationships aren't great. All this, all these things. And so, you know, I just, I, I don't know why that reminded me of it because I think when, even for people who it comes easy and if it doesn't come easy to you, that doesn't mean that that is not your life path. Right. It's like, but there's all it is is really finding your unique thing and your thing that you're passionate about. And then to your point, just sticking with it. Um, you know, we see it 
in copywriting all the time. Obviously I see people who start writing copy, getting pretty good at it. It's like only been six months or a year. They're frustrated that they're not making you know, like 30,000, $50,000 a month. And then they like quit and go decide to do whatever other thing they're going to do. And, um, it's always breaks my heart because it, you know, it, it takes time. It, 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 one of the hardest things, and it's really hard digital marketing and, and internet marketing and, and stuff like that is because you can scale things really fast and things can happen really quickly, which I love about our industry. Like somebody can show up and create some random offer and suddenly they, you know, do 30 million or $50 million and they become a millionaire and it happens in like a year. And that really can't happen in our industry. But because of that, we have that, it's so hard to take the longer horizon, like in the perspective of the longer horizon. And yet, if you can look at things that way and think about five years from now, 10 years from now, and then really stay on course and just kind of correct course as you get off and make tweaks and adjustments, um, you know, it's, it's incredible what you can actually accomplish. Um, but, but to your point, most people just don't stick with it for long enough. And All right, that's just about it for today. Before we finish though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words, and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.